You're listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Mountain gardening is very rewarding, with a few of Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts sure to turn your thumbs even greener. Now welcome back to The Mountain Gardener. And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week. We just give this segment to her so she can impart some, well, a different voice, a prettier voice, brighter voice, smarter voice in the garden advice. It's just just not me droning on and on for the whole show. So (laughs) plus I like hanging out with you. Plus, I like hanging out with my gal in a small studio. It's just Mm -hmm. like special. It is. Really? Sure. What do you like most about it? (laughs) I knew. I was like, this won't end here. I know that. (laughs) Welcome to the studio again this week. Thank you. We're finally getting some colder weather. We had a beautiful fall. I know it's not winter yet, but uh, yeah, it's just gorgeous. But it's nice to... It's nice to have the change in seasons. Yeah, I, I like that. Yep. So I've started, I, I, it finally got cold enough. I think the bugs, I've seen a couple box elder bugs. Haven't seen anything else really out there. I think they're kind of trying to survive from the cold. So I think it's safe to go out and start cleaning, pruning, changing, you know, grooming. If you feel like you want to go outside and prune, go ahead. I think we're safe enough, at least at the higher elevations. I'm like, actually, that's, Ask Black Canyon City, go for it. <laughs> Cottonwood, go for it. Sedona, yeah. go for it. Holden, Skull Valley, you're all good. Go for it. It's cold enough. Really, we 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 wait until the cold takes out all the insect stuff. The trees, the sap will slow down. And so when you make a cut, they don't bleed. They don't attract bugs. You have less issues. So we kind of start in December, the new year, somewhere in there. And then you, you, got, you got until March to really clean yep. things up. So, so get started. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, something. I'm talking to people, not you. Yeah. I know you already did. But with this cooler weather, and now it's like officially December. Yes. Uh, it's time to start thinking Christmas and Christmas Yay! decorations. And... The, the music, the crew wanted, they were anxious. They really wanted to put Christmas music on at the store. Like, let's let's wait till after Thanksgiving. They couldn't stand it. They, yeah, they, they flipped were... it on. <laughs> Like the few days before Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. they just they're they're ready for it to happen. The, they are, and then the week before Christmas, they'll be going. Oh, I'm tired can't, can't, it is. can't we have a different station? <laughs> going, I programmed seven of them. You've got seven different stations, yeah. and there's so much Pick Christmas one. music out there now. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. But with Christmas comes the plants of Christmas. So we mainly think of poinsettias and Christmas cactus, amaryllis, paper whites, those kind of things yeah. for indoors, because in our, our environment, they are definitely indoor plants. Yeah. This is not Southern Cal or Phoenix or where you can put those things outside. So poinsettia, well, I'm going to show the Christmas cactus first. I was trying to find one in bloom. We've sold so many. <laughs> as soon as they bloom, they're so, they So sell. I brought this one because they had one bloom that was ready to go. But that's great Sorted. because you're going to get to be able to enjoy all these blooms at your house instead of here. So Christmas cactus bloom for an incredibly long period of time. 
this is truly where it pays to be tuned in through Spotify or Apple because they're they're doing the the video version True. of this. Everyone else, you get you the MP3 imagine. or the audio piece. <laughs> We're trying to describe it over the airwaves. Yeah. You can visualize a Christmas cactus. Mm -hmm. Is it truly a cactus? It is not. Yeah. What is? Why do they call it a Christmas cactus? You know, that's a good question. I'll oh. research that for next week. There we go. Love it. But it's not a true cactus. It's like a slumbergia. I, I think of it as a succulent. So <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't have, it doesn't have thorns. It's soft. No, it's, it's soft. The, the, the leaves have, uh, it's just like a, a mm -hmm. succulent. So, right. yep. And the other one is poinsettias, of course. Yay. Boy, so, you brought an exotic one. My this goodness. This one I think is the crystal ice or ice crystal one. It's a red, has red on the outside, white on the inside. So it's a variegated blossom. Um, this one's coming home to our house. Yay. Uh, because I just love the colors on it. I think it's very different. Uh, it's nice and light, but you know, the traditional red, but they come up with so many colors now, variation. <laughs> It's so fun playing with cameras. It's so fun. <laughs> but have you ever wondered why? Why do we use poinsettias at Christmas? You know, I would really like to know <laughs> well, why we use poinsettias you. during the holidays. So uh, the legend start. It's, it's a Mexican legend because oh. that's where these are from. Central America. Right on. Southern, yeah. Yeah. So there was a little girl named Pepita. Yeah. Uh, they were going to church for the. Christmas Eve, the nativity scenes, the festivities, that kind of stuff. And she didn't have a gift to bring the baby Jesus. So she was very upset that she didn't have a gift. And her cousin said, you know, baby Jesus doesn't care. He just wants you there to enjoy and be happy. But she was very sad. So on the way to the festival, she picked some weeds. <laughs> and she laid them at the nativity in front of the baby Jesus. That is very And then cool. the miracle was that they turned bright red and beautiful. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's part of, that's the Mexican part. Yeah. Part of why we have poinsettias. But how did they come to America? How did they come to America? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> it was in the 1800s. Our first ambassador to Mexico, his name was Joel Robert Poinsett. Yeah, there we go. And he brought them back to the States, but they weren't very popular. Especially for Christmas, people were, you know, they they liked it. it was something different. That's when, you know, a lot of new introductions were formed because people were traveling more yeah, and bringing stuff everywhere. back, and it was cool plant to have, but it wasn't really associated with Christmas until, you know, who Paul Ecke is. Oh yeah. So Ecke Poinsettias, Paul Ecke and that family. I've met Paul before. He's passed, but yeah. uh, his family's now taking it over. Right. But I've met Paul personally. He's introduced. Oh. Most of the poinsettias we know today. Right. So he was big into poinsettias, right? So he came, this is something you would come up with. He came up with the idea, how do you make them popular, right? So he took them to all the TV studio stations throughout the country, uh, donated to them to like the Night Show, oh, yeah. uh, Bob Hope Christmas Brilliant. specials. So he just kept pushing all these free poinsettias yeah. like to here, take the poinsettias, they're free. So people started associating them with Christmas because that's when they would always show up is at the holidays. And that's how they just kind of started becoming really? part of our Christmas traditions is to have the poinsettia. The Ecke family is very famous. Yes, they are. In the plant world, if you're a plant botanist at all, they're the ones. Mm -hmm. uh, and their family's now taking it over. But Paul, I could, yeah. that would have been the 70s, 80s, I would think. That's about the time frame. Late, late 60s. Late 60s. Yeah, that's when his, that's when his peak started. time. It took a while to build yeah. that 
up where people were like, oh, yeah, poinsettias. Yeah. And, of course, the first ones were always the red. Yeah traditional but now they come in white they come in the crystal ice like i showed you uh, they have one called country quilt which is red with white blotches on it there's a burgundy one which is a really dark dark red uh, there's pinks you name it but if you see a blue one it's been painted i know that's just it's a not real <laughs> <laughs> drives me nuts when I see it. Or I saw multicolored. I was, yeah. at a, I was at a box store. We were at HEB in Texas. Yeah. I'm like, that's not real. They just take paint and they just it's paint spray. it. That's they all they did. use florist paint on Now, it. how often should you water? How are you going to take this one home? How yeah. are you going to care for that in your house? How do you water sure. every, especially if it's got a sleeve on it, a decorative sleeve right. that maybe so doesn't that's breathe? Gonna, what I usually do is poke holes in the sleeves because I do want it to breathe. But I make sure I put a saucer under it because yeah. I don't want to ruin my, my wooden furniture that I'm setting it on. I usually water about once a week. Okay. Uh, it's going to depend a little bit on your home. Uh, it's they're, they're, they're grown in very peat mossy kind of soil. So it, it can dry out quickly, especially if your home is warm. Yeah. So, but usually once a week and when you water it, you want to use warm or tepid water. Uh, don't be go throwing cold water they on it. They don't like it. cold. <laughs> any cold air, cold <laughs> water. They don't like cold. Not be happy with that. Yeah, I like um, warm. Yeah, a bright room, but no sun directly on it, or you will get some burning on the leaves. Yeah. Uh, but actually very easy to take care of. Now, a lot of people, I'm not one of those, but they actually like keep them from year to year, yeah. which I think is crazy because there is a time when they start looking ugly. Yeah. And There's an ugly phase to point at us. <laughs> It's not like we can grow them outside here, so there's really no point in keeping them. Uh, but I do toss mine soon after Christmas. But they stay lovely well past Christmas if you want to keep it going. Uh, main thing is don't overwater them. They don't like that. Yeah. And then use that warm water. Very yeah. important. That's where that sleeve can sometimes be a detriment. It's pretty. Right. It's decorative. Mm -hmm. It's holiday-ish. Usually I'll have a matching foiled sleeve, but then it right. doesn't breathe. Then you water it. And it sits there in water and it can, yeah. the things. I usually pull legs. it out of the sleeve yeah, to water it as well and just kind of do it in the sink. And then the other thing is don't put it by your front door because it won't be happy there. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Poinsettias, Christmas cactus, and other holiday plants and the history behind them. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Can Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, be right back after this. The holidays are here in Arizona's Christmas City, bringing family closer and those chilly winter winds. While you're decorating the outside, don't forget to brighten up the inside with exotic Christmas plants from Waters. Beautiful Christmas cactus and poinsettia are coming to town, grown exclusively by Waters in colors you won't find anywhere else. Unique, vibrant, and guaranteed to warm even the dreariest winter day. For exotic Christmas plants at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website. Podcast the show, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook and Instagram at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. 